Hey, welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. It's Double Down with Bresla, where we cover the business of sports betting. And I hope everybody had a fabulous New Year's celebration. And here we go with our first episode of the new year. And we have Martina Ackerland coming all the way from Nice, France, here to talk about her first experience in Las Vegas. I'll be able to share some of my first experience in Las Vegas, too, just to swap stories a little bit. I have fond memories of it, and uh, I think Martina probably did also. She is the CEO of Calls You, and we're going to find out everything about what they do in the gaming space. Martina, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, James. I'm so happy and excited to be here. Awesome. Thank you for for, for joining. So you went uh, for the big global gaming uh, show in October to Las Vegas, right? Yes, correct. And it was my my first time ever, both my first D2E and my first uh, visit to Vegas. So it was an experience. So let's start. Let's start with the let's start from the beginning because I love Vegas stories. I, I'm just a huge Vegas fan. So my my quick story. I was first there when I was I think 12 years old. My dad took us. We took the family on a cross country trip. Let's see, what year would that have been? It would have been right around 1980. Uh, so this is pretty old school Vegas time. And we stayed at a place called the Aladdin, which is now where Planet Hollywood Hotel is. Um, and then we went again when I was 17, which was a more memorable trip because we saw Frank Sinatra at the Golden Nugget uh, downtown in kind of an old showroom style where you tip the guy to take you to your seats and so on. So pretty good old school. So, so you missed that part of Vegas. But Vegas is always great and, and always getting greater. A lot of people complain about the direction it's gone in, but not me. I, I think everything about it is is awesome. So let's start with your flight. Nice to where? Uh, it was Nice to New York and New York, Vegas. So it, it wasn't too bad. Okay. So, yeah, you're starting off. In, well, you know, there's really no clock in Vegas anyway to begin with. So you can kind of run on whatever clock you want to run on. So you you, you shouldn't have had too much uh, too much uh, problems with with sleep, etc. Oh, no. And that's that's, of course, interesting because people are coming from all over the world and someone is always jet, jet lagged on an end on another time zone. And there's always someone that's happy to keep you company. So, yeah, that's that's interesting and fun about Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what was your first impression in seeing the strip? Uh, big uh, and and beautiful. Uh, I think like I maybe had this eighties um, kind of thing of Vegas, but I think like it's it. I got uh, positively like surprised. I like I really people so friendly and you know also coming from Europe in the US you you really know service and how to do things like grand big beautiful uh, so someone told me it's the Disneyland for adults and I just have to agree yeah yeah and and now we have a, a new edition which is the sphere and and which I actually just went to the U2 concert at, at the sphere um, um that's pretty they- cool yeah, uh, unfortunately, I I didn't go, but I stayed at the Venetian, and I, so I had a view from my hotel room of the. Sphere. Oh wow! Yeah, amazing. And it was it was amazing just to to see it from the outside, as it was like beautiful all all day round. Yeah, well, I, I hadn't thought about this, but that normally would not can be considered one of the best views because you're not getting a strip view. But now all those rooms have sphere view. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. And and I, I I thought the same. Like before the sphere, it felt like it was a big parking lot or something. Uh, but now with the sphere, it was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, you two is got another two months to go there, I think. And then uh, they haven't really announced yet who's going to replace them, other than uh, a band called Fish. If you know them, is going to do a few shows there, but. Um, okay. Somebody like the Rolling Stones, I'm sure, is going to have to be the next big act there. Yeah, it, it feels like it's someone, someone um, um, great taking over after you two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, what was your impression of uh, Venetian? You got to go to the uh, the canals and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And like once again, being European, and I actually I visited uh, real Venice a couple of years ago, uh, and and that is of course beautiful, but. Uh, it's just it's the, it's the Vegas style. Uh, I think the Venetian. It's it's beautiful. It's it's so big and grand. And I remember just like getting to my room. I think it was like a ten minutes walk or something. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, beautiful. Uh, big. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the latest thing is Fountain Blue, which you probably saw the big blue tower that just opened in in December. That had a long story to it, but it basically was built, I think, in about 2007 and then mothballed due to the due to the Great Recession and finally revived um, and just opened. I haven't really heard any reviews of it yet, but looks pretty great. I can imagine. So tell tell us what you were doing at G2E. Uh, so G2E, I, I launched and started with Calls You the 1st of September last year. Uh, so so coming to, to G2E, that was like part of uh, both like getting the, the word out there about Calls You and, and what we do. Uh, and also building the brand and and getting new customers on board. Uh, and and just to explain what we're doing, so calls you. We're doing customer activation and reactivation. So if you are an operator, uh, you have a player visiting your site but not depositing. Uh, then we reach out, uh, and my my partner he's got two masters in marketing and a PhD in behavioral science, and he's done this for 15 years so of course he knows really really well uh, how to engage with a player uh, and we are working with the 14 different kind of communication methods uh, the call is of course that's our core uh, and the communication method that gives the the most amazing results uh, but we combine that with with chat text whatsapp signal like 14 different communication methods that we agree with 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 our customers, the operators, uh, and reach out to the, their customers. Uh, and working with us, you can experience like 10 to 20 to 30% increase of the uh, conversions that you have originally. Uh, and also... So if, yeah. if I simply visit a site, do you have a way of finding out who, who I am or, or would it have required for me to actually sign up and give my email and, and phone number and all that? Yes, you, you, you have to register. For us okay. to reach out but if you're not depositing then we will reach out to you uh we always do this in a like of course like personalized way uh but also a responsible way uh being like sustainable and responsible in our communication is is key for us and also working together with the operator that we do it in in a good way to build the brand and support the players so i think in looking at, at your site you guys kind of made a big deal about phone calls being 
important, right? Yeah. So, you know, uh, let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, most people are are annoyed by spam calls. And, you know, me personally, if I get a call on my cell phone and I don't recognize the number nine times out of 10, I'm not even going to answer it. If, if, if they somehow tricked me into answering it, and then I hear that kind of like three second delay before the person on the other side comes up, which typically indicates spam, I'm usually hanging up then. If I'm still hanging on, and as soon as the person starts talking and I realize it's spam, then I hang up. So how do you guys traverse all that? Well, I, I would say first, like calling in, in um, I would say, the good time of the day. Like you, you like prefer not like working hours, but like the afternoon, uh, not too late in the evening. That's a, that's a good time to to reach out. Uh, then, like we always work with personalized communication. So, like when we start talking with you, we are also we're an extension of of our customers' brand, and we want to engage with you we want to hear uh, what did you feel about the website uh, why didn't you deposit can we improve uh, we're happy to give you a welcome bonus like everything is about it's it's a service for the player uh, and and if you don't want to speak uh, then we we never force you this should be something that is positive for the player it's a service Mm-hmm. And we can always like by having that dialogue, we can always also like report back to our customers, to the operators, so they know why didn't the player register? Was it something that was difficult? Can they improve the website? Do they have to be clear in the in in the description or communication or like like so? It's uh, it's normally a very positive dialogue that we have with the players. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you're doing, obviously, is you're announcing that you're calling from whichever the gaming site is, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, because I mean, it does seem to me I might be more receptive to, to talking to one of your people if it's someplace that I've actually signed up at. So obviously I had enough interest to do that. So I might be more interested in actually talking about it mm. yeah but then also like as as we normally give you a welcome bonus that's something like a player normally think is is positive uh, and we all the callers that we use we always recruit them locally so it's always like an, uh, an american that is reaching out an american and if it would be a french in the french market it's it's a french person that reach out and, and so forth that's also really ex- important so do, do the gaming sites typically authorize you guys to offer something super special as far as welcome bonuses because all of them typically offer welcome bonuses to begin with but that obviously didn't cause the person to 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 deposit so you guys sweeten the pot a little bit for them uh, well, well, absolutely. As as we've done this in in fifteen years uh, working with us, we always like as as our customers, you you get to the upside of, of our exp- long expertise within this area. So uh, yeah, we, we know how to do this in a really efficient way, and that's why we can get the amazing numbers that we do. It's normally between 20 to 40% increase uh, in the numbers for our customers. And just as I mentioned before, it's like missed opportunity. Uh, if, if you don't do this, it's like 
uh, players that that they will never play with you again. Uh, and also, if you haven't done anything for like thirty days, then we'll uh, we'll reach out to to get you back. And especially in in the U.S. market where you are paying so much to to get the players to start playing with your brand, you want to keep them. Uh, you want them to be happy players and customers and and supportive of your brand. So we make sure that they stay and increase the lifetime value of the players. Gotcha. All right, let's take our first and only break, and we'll be back right after this. More with Martina Ackerlin, CEO of Calls You. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, "Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway." Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. Hi, it's Lauren the Better, and you're listening to Double Down with Breslow on the Evergreen Podcast Network. And welcome back, everybody, to Double Down with Presso. We are speaking with Martina Ackerland, CEO of Calls You. Um, so tell us, are you able to give the names of the companies that you're, you're working with in the U.S.? Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I can't. But you are uh, in the U.S. Work- but you are working in the U.S. Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, we're working uh, all over the world. Uh, we're, uh, we have experience from about 40 different uh, countries, uh, 40 different languages. So, yes, we're live all over the world. Uh, not Russia, not China, not Belarus, but not India, but otherwise all over. And... Are, are you able in, in to work for competing companies at the same time? Or are you kind of set a rule that, no, we're only going to work with one? Uh, we can do it. We can do both. Uh, with like market leaders, uh, we can do exclusivity. And in some markets, we are. Uh, and that is, of course, something that we have come to come to an agreement with with one of the market leaders, one of normally one of the three market leaders. Uh, but we can also support uh, um, um, different on the market, but normally uh, the uh, the overlap isn't that big, so it works really well. Mm-hmm. And how do you guys get compensated? Uh, RevShare uh, in Europe, uh, US, uh, like different ways of RevShare due to license uh, questions. Wow. So you are registered as an affiliate in a number of markets in order that you can rev share? Uh, No, we're a supplier. Okay. So anyway, I'm not totally familiar with the laws in the U.S., but but I thought in order to rev share in the U.S., you have to... A lot of states require some special licensing. Yes, and then that's for for the U.S. market. We have set up that so we are in line with regulations. That is, of course, super important for us. Gotcha. And so it's super important to your business model, I presume, the whole RevShare thing, because th- these companies essentially have nothing to lose. They're not 
they're only paying you if you on success. Uh, that's a straight to the point, James. Exactly, uh, <laughs> and that's and that's how we want to cooperate and and work with our customers. We build really strong uh, partnerships where where we we make each other even better working together. Uh, and as I mentioned before, it's like not reaching out to this non-depositing or the players that stopped playing. It's like missed opportunity for our customers. So so we uh, we build it on a rev share basis when our customers are success- successful we are as well uh, and and we believe in strong partnerships so for us it's it's really it's a win-win situation that we're happy to create right and you don't need to share particulars of any particular deal because i'm sure they're all different but just out of curiosity these rev share deals how long do they extend for you 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 bring in a customer do you get rev share indefinitely uh no, like, as long as we're working together, absolutely, and and then it's a negotiation between us. But uh, we've never had a, a customer leaving us, so this like everyone that's working with us has never left us for from a for a competitor. Uh, so it's never been a, a question for us. Well, but I guess I'm talking about an an individual player that you guys were the ones that delivered. That player continues to play for years. Uh, if you guys are responsible for bringing in a new customer, if that customer gambles or, or, or plays for the next 10 years, you guys get rev share for the next 10 years or does it usually have uh, some time element to it? Uh, no, then we then as, as long as the player is active, we get rev share. Gotcha. And, and how much of your business would you say is focused on players who never deposited versus players who have played for a year and then stopped playing? Uh, well, I would say it's about 50-50. Uh, we have really good numbers uh, for both of them. And, and our customers, we support them in, in both processes. Uh, so it's it's about 50-50. And then and what do you guys do? We've talked about phone calls, uh, cold calling, essentially. What else do you guys do uh, as far as reaching out to these players? Uh, it's emails, chat, SMS, WhatsApp, Signal, uh, like most communication methods and and when you do a deal with a with a company do you pretty much you guys take over this entirely so all communication with customers goes through you guys or is it only the communication with players who aren't playing uh it's only the communication that is non-depositing and reactivation so our customers they have the operator they have their communication strategy uh, and we have our long expertise and experience within activation and reactivation uh so we um we suggest uh, how to do it and uh, we align that with the communication uh, strategy of the customer uh, and we all Always, like our customer, they approve all the callers. Uh, they can always listen. We record the phone calls. Uh, they can listen to it. We analyze the outcome that we get. We analyze the uh, the um, high delivering callers uh, compared to the one that are not doing as well to always improve the numbers. And we always report back to our customers. Uh, so the operator gets uh, monthly and, and daily uh, reporting on uh, how it's developing and the feedback that we get from the customers as well. So if the customers... Uh, if the players are saying maybe that the registering site is unclear or anything is unclear, uh, our customers will get that uh, information. And in your years of doing this, is there any kind of number one reason that you learned that caused somebody not to deposit when they first 
signed up? You, you hear so many things, but like it's really interesting. Like some players, they think that maybe they went to a completely different kind of website. They thought they were looking for, a, I don't know, refrigerator or like whatever. So it could be like unclear uh, website and, and information as well as uh, the registration process was too difficult to complete. For players who had been playing but then stopped playing, is there kind of a, a number one answer you hear from those people well maybe maybe they've tried another website tried another brand uh and and of course like working with us part of that is is building your market share so you you want to get that those players back that they're not leaving because of of some other welcome offer you want to to keep them with your brand when you work so hard to to build that relationship from the beginning Right. And then how do you guys have to be careful about responsible gaming? Because if the person stopped because they ran out of money, probably frowned upon for you guys to encourage them too much to... uh deposit more uh, this is this is really true and it's extremely important for us as well as our customers uh, we have we detect um, uh, like harmful player patterns so if we see that uh, we we won't reach out to that customer and we will always also uh, report to to uh, to the operator uh, and uh, if we reach out and we hear in the call uh, that this is someone that is trying to quit. Uh, we will connect them to um, to an expert within this area to support them. So, so working with us, uh, we make sure to reduce uh, harm for harmful uh, playing, but also to report and track everything that we do in that process. Would you say that essentially every sports betting site out there is doing what you guys are doing in some form or another, whether they're hiring you guys to do it or they're doing it on their own? Or do you think there's a lot of companies that are just totally missing this? I think many are missing this, uh, especially in the US that like are, is still under development. Um, many are doing it themselves. Like they're starting to, to send emails. Maybe some are sending texts uh, or making calls. Uh, but like as we have done this for so many years, uh, and as I mentioned before, like my partner, he's got two masters in marketing and a PhD in behavioral science. Like working with us and only paying rev share or similar is really a win-win uh, and and we make sure to increase the numbers by at least like 20 percent uh, our customers normally hit break even after a month uh, so we show really good numbers in what we do cool okay how do people find you guys uh you just visit uh, calls you website uh there you can just like fill in your information and and we are happy to set up a a, a meeting or reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, Martina Akerland, uh, CEO of Calls You. And, and please reach out. I'd be happy to tell more. Or they can see you in Vegas again when? Uh, next, uh, next G3. Yeah, okay. uh, my next trade show will be ICE in London. Uh, so if you're attending that one, uh, I will be there. Uh, and in March, I will be at iGaming Next New York. Uh, so um, I'd be happy to, to meet anyone who is interested in what we do and what we can offer. That's sounds like not a bad travel itinerary. 
Oh no, I agree with you. That is like one of the <laughs> the most amazing parts with with working within this industry. It's it's global. You have amazing trade shows, and I think the people are just awesome. So it's normally really a lot of fun to do combined business and pleasure in this industry. All right, Martina, thank you so much for joining us. We'll let you get to your children and perhaps get to the beach. It's a little late there, I guess, for the beach, but uh, I've oh, got the beach yeah. to go to. I'm in, I'm in Miami right now, so I, I've got, I've got oh, the no. beach to attend to. <laughs> yes, here it's, here it's too cold for that, so enjoy yeah. the beach. Thanks, thanks. Martina Ackerlin from CEO of Paul's U. Thank you for joining us on Double Down with Russell, and thank you all for watching and listening. We'll be back soon with another episode. Take care, everyone.